Welcome to the That's Debatable podcast with J.J. Stillman. This is our first episode ever. Okay, in our rundown we have the game that won win. Columbus Blue Jackets played Tampa Bay in a five-overtime thriller that just wouldn't end. George Kittle and Travis Kelsey signed historically large contracts for tight ends. NBA All-Bubble Team is released. Big Ten and Pac-12 opt out of a season. Where will we go from here? And Byron plays Barcelona. Is it the end of a dynasty? Okay. Here's Cole Stillman, our head analyst. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Okay, let's get into it. The game that wouldn't end. Columbus Blue Jackets lost in a five-overtime game that everybody just seemed to think would go on forever. Any thoughts on the game? Well, I watched it live, and I was shocked that it was still going at 7 p.m., and then 9.30 p.m. that night, it was still on. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Some records that happened were Junis Corpusallo, the Columbus Blue Jackets goalie, had 85 saves. A record amount for any game in the modern era of the NHL. I mean, did you see him play? He was good. I watched the game. He was really, really good. Another record was Seth Jones with over 65 minutes of ice time in one game. It's crazy. I mean, they don't play as much. They have shorter shifts. And from what I saw, he was good. He wasn't letting anybody get past him. He had an assist in the game. And then Braden Point ends the madness with a fifth overtime goal. Well, part of the craziness about going to fifth overtime is they kept up the speed of the plays and uh, how fast they were playing and how t- intense the game up was right up until the end of the fifth overtime game. It didn't start. It slowed down a little, but it was less than you'd expect for the length of the game. It stayed intense right to the end. Yeah, I saw the guys on the bench. They looked exhausted, but they played well. So yeah. Okay. Moving on, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey's contract. Do you think that they're worth what they are getting paid? I think that they are not worth what they are getting paid. I would see George Kittle has a five years for $75 million, $40 million guaranteed. I think that he's worth it. I mean, I'd he's say, played really well, over a 1,000 receiving yards, and he's also great at blocking, like, it's undeniable that he has great talent. Like, he gets past everybody. The stiff arm against the Saints where he got, he made mo- he made so many yards out of such a little thing. I just, I think he's worth the money. I see a maybe $7 million a year. I think so that that's 35 way too million. That is, I, You see, I think that's way that's too That's only $5 million. I know $5 million is a lot of money, but that's only $5 million less than what the guarantee is. I'm saying... His guaranteed should be $35 million, not $40 million. That's a little bit off, but still a lot of money. I think that Travis Kelsey should be paid 13 or $14 million, which he is. I think that he is also worth the money. He's elusive. He gets past people. He is a good blocker, too. I, just, I think he's worth it. Patrick Mahomes finds him a lot. Who's better? George Kittle. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Travis Kelsey is worth the money? Travis Kelsey, I'd say, five million a year. So that's way too low. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! That's way too low. Twenty million guaranteed. That's what I'm saying. Over four years. 
I mean, look at him. Like, in the playoffs, he was good. I get that you don't just measure talent over the playoffs and that he doesn't just get paid for what he did in the playoffs, but what he did was amazing. Okay, but are you just going to have him get paid on his playoff thing? Like, oh, he did really well in the playoffs last year. That means we should pay him $13 million this year. Does that make Does that truly make sense? I don't know. I just... I think he's worth it. I think a lot of tight ends are underappreciated. I think both of them are. George Kittle last year made $700,000. Okay, yes, but going from from 700000 to like $8 million or $5 million a year, that's, that's still a big raise from where they were. So I don't know why you have to jump straight from 700000 to... Fifteen million. I I don't know. He is just that good. Okay, moving on next. NBA All Bubble Teams. So we are going to go over the All Bubble Teams that the NBA created, and then we're going to state our own. Okay. So do you agree with the NBA's All Bubble thing? Partly. So the All Bubble Team this year for twenty twenty was Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, James Harden, Luka Doncic, T.J. Warren. The two I most definitely see in there are Damian Lillard and TJ Warren. Devin Booker, maybe James Harden, Luka Doncic. Devin no. Booker definitely belongs in there. He had a game winner against the Clippers. It's the best shot in the whole entire bubble. He pulls up with two men on him. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Two, two great defenders. Two great wing players. And he makes it. It's just ridiculous. He deserves to be on there. Okay. I think that Luka Doncic and James Harden are both very good players, and they have really good futures. James Harden is great, but they do not deserve to be on the all-bubble team. Who replaces them? Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then Karis LeVert. The Nets, I mean, without Karis LeVert, the Nets would be... Wouldn't, oh, and also, uh, man, what's his name? Oh, man. Does Yusuf Nurkic? Yusuf, Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic. Do you place him? Who if does he fit the lineup, or is he like okay, a see. sixth man for them? Okay, so Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, and then I have at small forward T.J. Warren, power forward. I guess Karis Levert would be on the second team then. So sixth man. Actually, no, no. Yusuf Nurkic is sixth man. Okay. Karis Levert needs to be on there. Without him, the Nets would be lower in the playoffs or possibly even out of the playoffs. He's just, he played so well, and he's also very underrated. I think that he could be a multiple-time All-Star. What's your All-Bubble team? My All-Bubble team, Karis LeVert, Dame Lillard, TJ Warren, Giannis. Um, Yusuf Nurkic? Yusuf Nurkic. Sixth man is Devin Booker. Simply, Devin Booker simply is because, amazing. Simply because they're already playing small ball. Just hear me out, hear me out. Suns go 8-0 in the playoffs. They had a, I think, 5% chance of making the playoffs. They go 8-0. They miss. They missed the playoffs? Yeah, they did miss, yes. Yeah. They, so they miss. But still, they go 8-0. Devin Booker carried the team on his shoulders. I'm, 
I, I just don't see how he can't be on there. I agree with the NBA there. I mean, his stats don't lie. He's an amazing player, and he really deserves to be on there. Okay. Any other things with that? No, Are there any honorable mentions you would like to put in about players that have played well in the bubble? One spectacular game was in the Pelicans versus Spurs game. Oh, um, that knocked the uh, Pelicans JJ Redick. JJ Redick dropped 30. The thing is, JJ Redick's good, but he will never be a great player. So I don't think he belongs on there. I, I don't think, think somebody he belongs that's on an there. honorable mention is Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. He's good. He's really good. And he hasn't been on form this year. He's been injured. He just hasn't been completely great this year. But in the bubble, he was good. I don't yeah. think first team, second team probably, like fourth or fifth entry on the second team. I think he deserves to be there. Is there anybody else? I don't think so. Okay, okay moving on to the Big Ten and Pac-12 opt-out. Okay, so I want to go deep into this. I think it might get heated. It might get heated. So the Pac-12 started up where players were asking, were saying that they want it to be super safe. They don't want to risk getting coronavirus, but they want to play football. And now that is a little bit contradictory. Ugh, contradict. I don't know. Contradictory. Mind. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But I, I think that there will be positive tests, but they need to play a season. The Pac-12 players are asking for it. Everybody's asking for it. Quarterbacks are trying to come up with a union. I mean, that is a really stupid idea to make a quarterbacks union. I think it isn't, but they can try. I don't know if it'll succeed, but they need to play. Do you think they do? No, not they, at all. I think they need to play. They can set up. The NBA bubble has succeeded very well. The NHL bubble, they had a test today that came in positive, but it's been three weeks and they had one positive test. I mean, yeah, it, So, are the players even, I, are, I feel like all the players that are in that have to be fully guaranteeing that they will not sue. There have to be contracts that are added in that say they will not sue if they have long-term damage, if they get the virus and have, like effects and scar tissue in their throat from getting the virus. There has to be so much work going into it. And they don't have also there's a lot of questions on what will make the players do what will make the players follow the rules. What is it their scholarship? I don't think you can revoke a scholarship like that. Is it that they're not allowed to play, which then it's it can lead to some misjudgment and decisions. I, I just, I think that they need to play. Justin Fields could leave Ohio State because they don't play. And if I were him, I might do it. Now, I'm an Ohio State fan, so that's hard for me to say, but if they're not going to play, what's the point? Like, I get he was at Georgia, so if he stayed, he would be playing now, but he, they have an opportunity to go really far. Ryan Day, the head coach, said this will be a once-in-a-lifetime team, and that's why he's pushing for them to play. They need to play. These players' careers are on the line. Freshmen that would get a chance at playing might not. They might have a breakout season that wouldn't end up happening because they don't play. Can't they have next year's breakout season? 
They think a year off of playing, I mean, like you, let's say Ohio State is beating a really bad team. So they're beating Rutgers, 50 nothing. You put the freshmen in, and then they shine. You never know if that would happen. And a year of take, what taking make, what off. What makes you know that, that will happen going into it? You like, don't what? know, but it's possible. A year taken off of their career could take them from, say, a five-star recruit to a three-star recruit. If you're not, if you're not good enough to hold off here and just get and stay at the same level, then you're probably not good enough to be a five-star recruit in the first place. Here's where I'm going to disagree with you on that. They've worked their butts off to get to Ohio State, and they deserve to play. All of these players deserve to play. They have an opportunity to go to the NFL. So what if they aren't good enough to go to the NFL? They played college football. It's just they... Yeah, they did. They, they should they will the next year afterwards. When, or but the, you or don't the next know year that. After that. What if there's another spike? What if there is, and then it lasts for another year? Okay, then you keep... Let's say they never get Is the Justin Fields going to stay for two years without playing? No. Where's he going to go? The NFL draft. He's going to go straight to the NFL draft. And why is that bad? Do, do you think the colleges want to win? Yes. I also think the colleges want to make sure their players don't have permanent damage and die. Or but die. if the players want to, this is what I'm saying. If the players really want to, and like they sign up, they say... We're not going to sue you. If I get coronavirus, it's not my it's not your fault. If they do this and they agree, then they should be allowed to play. What the Big Ten should not be taking that away from them. How, how are they gonna do classes one? Online. Online, okay. The bubble thing. They can just do it from the bubble. Okay. Um, is it just gonna be like for example the Big Ten has two hundred thousand out of the three hundred thousand signatures, something like that? Yes. yes. So are they going to do a bubble, or is it going to be a bubble with everybody in the FBS? Is it going to be uh, just if there? It, I don't care what it is. Is it going to be just, like a Big Ten bubble? Is it going to be like a few hundred, like matter. Pac-12, Big Ten, If they get Pac-12 and Big Ten, that's great. Then you have those colleges. What happens to the players that say, I don't feel comfortable playing? Then so they, they, they can, get then they can redshirt. They can redshirt. So they, you they have could to set up camps at... at the college where they leave some equipment and they leave a couple coaches and trainers and they just practice but they don't go. So that's so my you opinion. promise redshirting in all the training they will yes. meet. It'll take some stuff and it'll take where voting are they gonna do it? That it'll take some things. I don't know. I wanna shift over a little bit to the pack. But the one thing is that there are so many different possibilities and variabilities that they need need to figure out in a very short period of time. Cause Next thing you know it, football would be happening. So they need to figure this out if they want to get I do agree on that. Okay, so the Pac-12, the players are fighting for racial justice. So I think it was Missouri players. That would be a good thing that would help racial justice is if they fought and got into playing, then that would be a good step in the right direction for the players themselves in college to have that. So the Missouri players were talking about how there was racism going on. I think it was Missouri. There's racism going on at their uh, on their campus, and how they wanted the president of the uh, school to resign, and if he didn't do that, then they wouldn't play football. If they could do that 
for this. Except they could do that. We will switch conferences to play in the Big 12, which is go SEC. I, seems like they want to play football. They could switch to SEC doing that. SEC actually wouldn't let that them in. That's specific. Pac-12 is specific, so I don't think they would let them in. But they switch over to Big 12. Then the Pac-12 conferences loses a lot of money from football. Like, the Pac-12 has good teams. So you're saying they switch over and make it really hard. So, yes, that would be a step in the right direction. But I feel like there are other ways to find racial justice in and around your campus other than risking your life. With a dangerous virus that we're still figuring out. I get that, but this, like I said, this isn't a -a once-in-a-life opportunity. And if they only have to play a certain... A couple certain teams, or they have to. Are they just not going to have a national risk? championship? Yeah, they don't need to have a national championship. Then what? What's worth playing for? Then? Bowl. If they they could have. They're it, not going to do bowl games. It, okay, you could have it so that the winner, the two top teams, you know how big so Big Ten championship. You have that. The winner gets a big old trophy. They get some money or something. I don't know. You want to move on to Barcelona versus Bayern? Sure. Okay, is it the end of a dynasty? Sort of. Sort of. It's the end of this particular part of the dynasty, but I don't think a club big and big as big as Barca, one of the biggest clubs in the world, a lot of attention comes in for players like Suarez, their stars, Messi, Griezmann. They all bring in a lots of attention, which helps that club get bigger. And right now, the club's so big, I don't see how it goes from being this giant club to complete restart era where they're, like, mid-table, not very good. I don't think this is the end of the dynasty. I think there's going to be a pause in it where it drop, their level of play drops down and they sort of reset, and then it's going to get better than it ever was. I disagree. 8-2 speaks for itself. Bayern is very good, don't get me wrong, but Barcelona used to be a team that contended every single year. It was this one year, game. Yes, but 8-2. And eight they made the quarterfinal. 8-2. Cole, think about this. One bad game happens, I guess. They lost by six to a team that is very good, but the they best should not have lost by... Yes, they are the best. Bayern is the best soccer team in the world. That is true. But they... if. That they are losing by that much, there's a problem. I guess they part fired of the- their head coach already because of the game. I think that what's going to happen, it is the end of a dynasty in my opinion, and it's for Juventus too. It's the end of a dynasty, of the reason- and they, they're going to slip. Players aren't going to want to come to a team that loses it by six. I wouldn't want to go. And Barcelona has been run. You wouldn't run want to go very- to Barcelona, really? No, if they're losing by six, I wouldn't want to go. You really wouldn't go, want to go to Barcelona? Say that again. Be honest. You wouldn't want to go to Barcelona. If I had the opportunity, I would. But if I were good enough to be to go to any club that I wanted to, Barcelona's not not a choice. You would go to Bayern. Yes, but I okay, listen, listen. Hear me out. Hear me. I think it's the end of a dynasty. I think that it's the end of them being champions. Who's gonna come in third place? Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, their teams, I think that they will slip, they won't get relegated, but they will be bottom of that, bottom half of the table, 
I think that players will start leaving. They'll start selling players. They get enough money. So then when they can start buying players... And bring in uh, their... Bring in stars. Then it'll be the start of a new dynasty. And then they're good for 25 years. Because I would want to go Part of that. to a Barcelona team that has a bunch of stars that they guarantee will make it so that they don't lose by that much. They do. Part of that is they do have the stars. How do you know that they're going to be fit? How do you guarantee that they're going to be fit? You How don't, do you... but you need to try. If they keep staying like this, being really good, trust me, they're really good, but not good enough... Then they're gonna start slipping like yes, like how in the last why would you want to play last for two years of um, last two years of Champions League they have lost gave up gave up their run five big losses four versus Liverpool by six yes I just think that it's time that they do a restart and I think Juventus needs to too I think it's not the Juventus end of it, it's just a Juventus positive. has a lot of old players Chiellini old. Ronaldo, getting old. 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 Like yeah, he's 35. old. 35. Okay. But they need to keep a core of young players. Dybala. Yes. Stays. Yes. But what they need to do is they need to get rid of those players. I guess keep Cristiano Ronaldo, but get new de- get a new defense. They need to keep a core of players so that they still stay good, but not good. They won't be great for a little bit. That's what I'm saying will happen with Barcelona. You keep your hands yes, but that is the apply. end of the dynasty. No, that is no, a No, they will drop down. They that will is... drop down to below, ha- below, uh, they'll be in bottom of the table. They'll make Champions League every year. Maybe they lose in the first round or make the group stage and then get out in the group stage. But they're not going to go, teams just don't suddenly Why go out Why would you want like to that? go to a team that loses to Lyon? Why? You you cannot tell me Lyon is a great club. They're a great club. There are a lot of clubs that are really right good. now. I would rather be at Lyon than Juventus. Do you, are you saying Manchester City? So you think Chelsea is a good club, right? Not a great yes. club, but a good club. Are you saying Manchester City is only you don't want to go to Manchester City because they lost to Chelsea? When two to one? That come okay. So back from the restart. That's after the restart. That's a little bit different. How? It is. It's Leon very different. After it's restart. very different. Leon was yes, after but that was right after the restart. What was right after? It is the end of a dynasty for Juventus in Barcelona. You cannot convince me it's not. They will drop down low, but then they will rise back up. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Is that all? I guess. Okay. Uh... This is J.J. Stillman signing off for J.J. Stillman and Cole Stillman. We'll see you next time on the That's Debatable podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace out.